Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a forum with a holiday message, holiday spirit. It's the holidays. It's the last podcast of the year for Lou Reads. And I thought I'd make it a, a fun one about holiday gift giving. And so let's jump right in. Now, this forum was found once again at the Something Awful Forums, which I stand by my assumption or my assertion that is a wonderful place to read from because of the low signal to noise ratio, which means that there's a lot of good posting going on and very little thread shitting and flaming and trolling because those things are dealt with very harshly. And that tends to put the kibosh on the people who do that sort of thing. Anyway, I'm not encouraging you to join Something Awful because, you know, it's perfect the way it is. <laughs> so let's get right into this week's thread. I mean, speaking of the holidays, I hope they're having a lot of success with your preparations and you've gone out and bought stuff for people and that you've been wrapping stuff for people and giving people the stuff that they want. Uh, I've never been the kind of person who goes and buys just any old thing. And that's what this thread is about. Now, this holiday thread is very uh, timely. It's of the season and it is about people buying other people, things that they don't understand why they were bought for them. So this thread that we're reading from uh, is in the Something Awful Forums, main sub-forum, in the sub-forum General Bullshit, and it is a thread entitled, What the Hell is This Shit? Terrible Xmas Gifts. And the first post is by forum member Tempest Fuego, and it goes like this. Sometimes you get good gifts, and sometimes you get shit. This thread is for the shitty gifts. So, goons, what terrible gifts have you gotten for Christmas? Or any other occasion if you want. My shitty gift would be a fucking tractor hat. A hat with a shitting tractor patch on it. I hate tractors and anything farm-related. Also, feel free to talk about any shitty Christmas-related experiences as well. One year, we got a live Christmas tree that had a nest of ticks in it. The ticks were everywhere. The dog was never the same again. Oh, and uh, if you hear the slamming and things, the noises, uh, I am recording at work again. Uh, it's after the semester's over, but people are still sort of milling around and doing uh, work-related items. So, uh, you know, we have to batten down all the hatches so that the Christmas thieves don't come in and uh, take advantage of the lack of staff. So, um, I've already hooked up my shotgun rig, but we'll talk about that later. Just don't open the door without ducking. All right, so, and the next post is, Furious Fetus writes, Last year, my mother-in-law bought me a small wooden version of the game Plinko Plonko. I'm 24. Why in the name of fuck would I want a board game of any kind? Never mind Plinko Plonko. And Jenny in Stereo writes, One year, I got a pair of panties from my mom. It was more awkward than shitty. Also, there was no matching bra or anything. Just a random pair of panties in my stocking. I still have no fucking idea where she got them. It is a mystery. Thanks, Mom. The bling is pretty sweet. Nothing makes me feel 12 years old again quite like a rhinestone heart. There's a rhinestone heart on the panty. And in response to a furious fetus, she writes, Holy shit, I love Plinko. I'm 28. Mail that shit to me. Manos del Sino writes, One year, my brother didn't get me anything, but he had received crockpots from two different people earlier in the day and regifted one of them to me. At least it's a good crockpot. I've been using it for several years now. And Revs writes, When I was a kid, my uncle got me a sweater. Later that week, I saw the same sweater for sale at the liquor store down the block. Hey, it's the thought that counts. And and Mick Ohio writes, I overheard someone on the bus throwing a fit over receiving a $30 Taco Bell gift certificate as a birthday present. Edit. 
For me, probably the small box of miniature canned food replicas. Plastic cylinders wrapped with paper printed to look like labels from the 1930s and 40s. I think I got two dozen of them. And Sprigalia writes, right? Sprigalia. And Sprigalia writes, The worst I've gotten was an Elmo shirt and this horrid orange scarf when I was 22. Yeah, a Sesame Street shirt when I was 22. The only plausible explanation I can come up with is my aunt saw me watching Sesame Street with my little cousin who was four. I asked her who her favorite character was and she said Elmo. I responded that he was my favorite too. Apparently said exchange was taken as a legitimate fondness. That or my aunt thought I was a pedo. And Lidznia writes, A friend of my grandmother's, who I've only met maybe once, used to give me a porcelain doll for Christmas every year, until I was about 18. I guess that's not really terrible, but I was always into scary movies and shows, so I thought they were super creepy. When my mother died when I was 16, I received some flowers, which I assumed were from the woman, with a little note card attached that said, The dolls will still come, and nothing else. And Aunt Buck writes, I hate when my dad buys me clothes. Whenever he does, it's usually his way of saying, I hate the way you dress. A few years ago, he went above and beyond. He'd been hinting about getting me something nice, something classic that I could wear formally or informally. Fine, whatever. I don't know how to describe this thing he bought me. It could it, it looked kind of like this burqa, but without the hood and stripes. And there's a picture. It came from Land's End. It was made out of sweatshirt material. It was also several sizes too big. I asked him how he figured out the size. He said he just looked at one of the dresses in my closet when I wasn't looking. (laughs) He also added eight digits to that number before ordering. I think subconsciously he knew I would hate it. A few days later, he received a return form in the mail addressed to him. He threw a shit fit and demanded to know why I ordered a return form, which is addressed to him. Never mind there was a return form in the box with the present when he gave it to me. How the hell would I even do that? I'd have to break into his sacred Land's End account to do that. I hate being related to crazy people. And Lurch writes... I can't recall anything particularly terrible that I've received in the past, but a friend of mine who is a real maestro with any sort of drawing implement in her hand gets a different how-to-draw-anime book every year from the same uncle. Gee, thanks. And Jenny in stereo writes again, Oh God, I almost forgot about this. One year my aunt gave me a man's sweatshirt for... (laughs) One year my aunt gave me a man's sweatshirt for Xmas. I was like 14, and I looked at it in horror. It was some god-awful orange thing that was about four sizes too large. I told her it looked like a man's shirt. She said, I thought it looked like boys' clothes. You always dress like a boy, and you have a skateboard and play that crazy music, punk rock, on your guitar, so I thought you wanted boy stuff. She totally did it to be a spiteful bitch, too. She would talk shit about me when my... (laughs) She would talk shit about me and my twin sister to other family members all the time because she thought we were embarrassing my parents by the way we dressed. Me looking like an embarrassing dude... And there's a photo of her, and she doesn't look like a dude at all. Edit. Hey, it seems a bunch of us want this awful shit other people got, so maybe we should do a shitty gift exchange. And Senior Woodchuck writes, One Thanksgiving, my mom asked me if I needed new gloves. Quote, no, I've got a good pair. Oh, well, just asking because I saw this great pair of gloves at Dillard's. Well, thanks for thinking of me, Mom, but I'm all set for gloves. Come Christmas, what do I find under the tree? gloves. And the kicker is they weren't even good gloves. The gloves I already had were better. Another time my godparents visited and my godmother had this book for me. And the book is Robert Westall's Blitzcat by Scholastic. I love to read, so I was all like, great, thanks, Sue. But then I tried to read the damn thing and it bored me silly. I gave up halfway through and something like two weeks later. It almost never takes me that long to read a book. I have, of course, never told her this. And of science writes... 
the redneck grandparents from my father's side of the family buy everybody's Christmas gifts at yard sales, which led to stuff like my 10-year-old little brother getting a scooter made for a kid half his age that was all scratched up and sun-bleached to whiteness, or piles of smelly old clothes that didn't fit. I think the worst was one year she gave me this gigantic ceramic vase-looking thing that was full of holes and had no actual purpose aside from looking like a holy vase. And Trash Can Man writes, My aunt always buys me these quote-unquote urban clothes, like huge FUBU shirts with all kinds of weird graffiti all over them, or giant baggy jeans with all kinds of patterns stitched on them. She lives in the country, and I guess that's what quote-unquote gangsta country kids wear. I don't know. It's always really weird and awkward. I had five, but I tore one up to use as a rag one time. Shit like this. And it is uh, crown holder jeans with a big C and an H on the butt. <laughs> she also buys me little kid shit, too, like shitty wind-up toys from the dollar store. I fucking hate the country. And Hirudo writes, One year, my brain-damaged grandmother gave me a large piece of green felt for Christmas, and nothing else. And another person writes in response to Senior Woodchuck's post about Blitzcat, Odd. I used to read Blitzcat in school. I thought the book was pretty good. On topic, from a neighbor from my youth every year I would receive metal puzzles in which you must untangle two pieces of metal from each other. Problem, I have never once expressed any interest in puzzles in my life. Another, they got me the very same one every year. That was pretty odd to say the least, but it was funny when one year they handed it to me and I immediately solved it as soon as I opened it in front of them. Their face was priceless. I was so smug face emoticon. I don't think they realized it was always the same. And Tunis Bleen writes, Every year my grandpa Ted's crazy third wife sends me a teddy bear that she hot glues beads and scraps of trimming onto like pretty little dresses. It's the thought that counts, but I have no idea what to do with all these smoke-scented tacky bead-covered bears on doll stands aside from pitch them. Oh, but once she sent me a purse she'd already used, it had bits of tobacco stuck on the bottom. And Dear Mr. Skeppercrans writes, When I was about 12, my aunt gave me this puzzle mystery thing. It came with a short mystery story. And then you do the puzzle, which gives you clues to solve the mystery. Good idea, right? I think the puzzle had a bunch of missing pieces. I tried every two or three years to solve that motherfucker all the way through grad school. It gets better. While I was in grad school, a friend of mine brought her Asperger ex-boyfriend over. The puzzle was halfway done on my dining room table. He took one look at it and said, I could solve this in under 10 minutes. I told him to go the fuck ahead, because damn, this puzzle has taken taken me over 10 years. He decided to go look at my aquaria and criticize my fish care skills instead. I had half a mind to hit him in the face and tell him to finish the fucking puzzle. And Filthy writes, I used to live in a tiny-ass apartment for the longest time. My dad, every year, would get me shit like a huge five-foot-tall toolbox full of tools, a heavy-as-fuck car jack, all this awesome shit, but I lived in a tiny apartment. Got a house now, and it all worked out. I think maybe at the time he wanted these things and knew I would just keep it all at his house until I got one myself. That was like 15 years of tools and shit he got to keep. Attic Light writes, In one year, my stepmother gave me underwear, too big, a hairbrush, and a perfumed kitten-printed stationery. I was 16, and when I was 12, she broke the one good present I got from my cousins while I was out because she couldn't figure out what it was. That's not going to cut that one out. And T. Shields writes, My great-uncle's wife, can barely call her an aunt, who I never ever saw, decided that the extended family was going to get together for Christmas at her house after my grandfather passed away. We normally had it at my grandparents' house, but they wanted to take the stress off my grandma. She got me a set of finger paints and paper, as the family knew me as being rather artistic. 
I was 17 at the time. My mother, an amazing gift giver, I've been very lucky, was nice enough to make them disappear for me. In fact, my whole family was full of great gift givers. Now, my closer non-extended family broke off and does their own secret Santa thing. Even my very practical uncle, who doesn't see the need for cable TV or buying a new lawnmower when his 1970s model breaks down, he discovered the glory of gift cards and gave me $100 at a grocery store in college. Lowe's food, I think. Good shit. And last year, he gave me a $75 to Jiffy Lube. Fuck yeah. My AC died the next spring, and in NC, that means 90 plus degrees. Thanks for thinking ahead, John. And my aunt got my name two years in a row and bought me two incredibly expensive looking suede coats. Unfortunately, one of my uncles committed suicide earlier this year. He was on a bad medicine combo and was in the danger zone for suicide following a gastric bypass surgery. That, coupled with his incredibly stressful job as an air traffic controller, caused him to snap one day. That aunt, his wife, is going to spend time with her family, and Grandpa is getting kind of frail, so I don't think we're going to be doing much Christmas celebrating. So really, kids, even if your relatives buy you shitty stuff, always appreciate that they're there. Sorry to be preachy. Go back to talking about shitty gifts. This thread is kind of fun. And Velvet Sparrow writes, More weird than shitty, but one year I got the standard box of wrapped gifts shipped to us about two weeks before Christmas. Great. I do the standard thing and set the wrapped gifts under the tree, there to wait until Christmas Day. Well, in Southern California, we tend to have 90-degree Christmases more often than not, and my apartment did not have air conditioning. After about a week, I started noticing a smell when I first came home and opened the front door. Nothing really bad. At first. It got worse. Dear God, did it get worse in one big goddamn hurry. Pretty soon, we were running around trying to figure out what the king of nastiness was. I narrowed it down to the tree and came to the sad conclusion that for some reason we'd gotten a rotten tree that was now out to murder us one sense at a time. But we couldn't see anything wrong with the tree. It was maddening. By now, it was two days before Christmas and taking down the tree would have been a huge undertaking. I was terminally pissed off at getting a rotten tree with some kind of weird tree disease and still couldn't believe it, so I began to go through the wrapped gifts. I picked up the one from my mom, and it was oozing. Oozing my old friend, death smell. Aha! I trucked the thing out of the kitchen and dumped it in the sink. I then tear away the paper carefully since I wanted to touch it as little as possible and discovered a very nice covered cheese dish in my china pattern. Cool. With a huge cheese wheel inside, now superating cheese pus and growing hair. Not so cool. To cap things off, the cheese dish had a wooden stand in which the smell had cheerfully taken up residence, so I ended up having to throw away the entire thing. It also got into the living room carpet, which required several steam cleanings to remove. Ever since, we opened Mom's gifts right away. And Zombie Rasputin writes, My brothers and I each received one of these. It's a Disney-themed monochrome handheld game. We were 20, 19, and 14. All boys. They gave us no explanation, but in looking for the picture just now, I discovered that it only came with one game unlocked. You had to go to specific areas of the actual parks to unlock the others. That's kind of neat, but still, none of us bothered taking them out of their blister packs. And Helsa writes, When I was a youngin', around 11 to 13, I liked crappy frozen Totina's pizza. Somehow my aunt found this out, and for Christmas we got a pizza stone. No, a pizza stone is not an effective way to cook a crappy frozen pizza. Fast forward eight years to a couple of months ago. I learned to actually make real pizza dough and delicious pizzas. I call up the folks, ask if we still have the pizza stone in the garage. Turns out we do. I head home for a visit and bring it back to make perfectly crispy pizzas. First pizza sticks, not enough cornmeal, presumably. As I'm trying to shift the pizza stone from the oven to the stovetop using the handles, the stone falls, hits the rack, and shatters. The damn pizza stone didn't even cook one pizza, and then it died. I'd certainly trade my present for an orange scarf and an Elmo shirt. 
And Algernon Quasar replies, I've got a great family, and I have to admit I'm hard to shop for, but we get some weird shit sometimes. My aunt and grandma like shopping at the bargain assorted damaged goods expired food place here, and I always get stuff from there. My aunt gave me the Nutty Professor 2 and Battlefield Earth on VHS a couple years back. My grandma got my sister the DVD set of Earth 2. If she had watched it, she could have joined an elite cadre of five other people who had seen it. I'm not even sure she was alive. I'm not even sure she was alive when the show premiered. We always used to get boxes of flavored coffee creamer too. I think we were just meant to drink them. I guess. And Astrofig writes, One year my parents gave me some old plastic dinosaurs. Old scratched up dirty things with teeth marks on some of the limbs. I don't know if they got them from the Goodwill or what, but they must have been pretty cool when they were new. They were like a foot high, solid, molded with all the little details. All little girls like dinosaurs, right? Since my grandpa remarried, his wife has taken up gifting folks, usually things like computer printouts of religious poems surrounded by artist renderings of angels and flowers, or these weird little wooden bead bracelets strung on ribbons. I'm not sure if she makes these herself, but they have a nasty habit of coming undone and spilling beads everywhere. Or what she calls bird's nests. These are candies consisting of melted butterscotch poured over chow mein noodles. When they set, they turn beige and somehow end up tasting beige as well. Last year, another grandparent gave me a Snuggie and a copy of Twilight. Damn. I sound like a bitch now. Their continued presence in my life was gift enough. Really. Edit. The same grandmother who gave me the Snuggie gives my mom a set of vanilla body spray and shower gel every single year. Should there someday be a disastrous soap slash perfume shortage, my family will become rich overnight. Soul Dentist writes, I have another crazy gift aunt. Now normally my aunt would give my sister a snow globe, she collects them, and me a Beatles themed shirt, t-shirt, which I used to collect but still enjoy. This one year she just went nuts. Even though my parents had agreed to not exchange gifts with her, she decided to go ahead and buy some things for them anyways. My dad got a miniature orange tree, the kind that fruits but is inedible because it's just a shitty potted plant. My mother, to continue the theme, got an electric juicer machine. Here's where it gets weird. My sister, age 11, got a round-trip plane ticket to Florida to visit my aunt and go to Disney World. My other aunt, this crazy one sister, got a pine cone wrapped in, a gi- wrapped in gift wrap paper. Admittedly, it was a big, great pine cone, but it was still really creepy all wrapped under the tree. Me? I think I got the shaft. At 14, I received a heavily used how-to sailing video, a Ziploc bag of 10 Sacagawea dollar coins, and a set of bath crayons designed to be used in the wall of the bathtub or shower stall. At no point have I expressed interest in sailing or bath art. Admittedly, I did collect coins, so that could have been a misguided attempt at connecting with one of my interests. My sister ended up enjoying the bath crayons, maybe ironically, I don't know. I goodwilled the sailing video and changed the coins in for a crisp new 10 dollar bill. Since then, my aunt has not given anybody in my family a gift. Maybe because of the conspicuous lack of thank you cards. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. And Haraksha writes, I have an aunt who was a terrible person. She always complained that boys were too hard to shop for. Whenever she bought us gifts, my sister would get nice dolls, purses, clothes, or things of that variety. They were always high quality and exactly the kinds of things that my sister actually liked. My aunt would then look disparagingly at my brother and I, rifle through her purse and hand us each some pens she stole from work, a notepad or two, and if we were really lucky, chapstick. (laughs) And Morgan Mann writes, My grandmother without fail, has given me a beach towel every single birthday and Christmas for the last 10 or 11 years of my existence. Just a towel. I live in Oklahoma. Fist-shaking emoticon. And Sex Hobbit writes, When I was 13 or so, my grandma on dad's side gave me magazine clippings from Woman's Day or some other such old lady publication. A couple years later, she gave me a pair of diamond earrings. 
Why? I don't know. I'll probably hawk them after she dies, seeing as she's probably disinherited me for being a godless liberal and not sending her a thank you card for getting me the email address of her neighbor's nephew who lived in Japan for a couple of months like six years ago. And Visual Sneeze writes, I gave some pretty shiv- <laughs> I gave some pretty shitty gifts one year. When I was 13, I came across a small crate of quality grapefruit. It was certainly more than I could eat on my own, so I decided to give them away as gifts as a joke. So I went over to my friends' houses in the week before Christmas. I left wrapped boxes containing grapefruit for them and their families. One of my best friends and his parents thought it was funny, but another friend's mother got fucking pissed at me. She went on about how shitty it was. <laughs> That's really funny. She went on about how shitty it was of me to give her son a grapefruit for Christmas and that it showed I really didn't care about him. Never mind that he didn't give me a gift at all, which was fine. Neither of us was expecting anything from each other. That kind of spoiled the whole silly idea of mine. That story made me laugh. And the last one I'll read is from Genuine Parts. It's short. My then-girlfriend since three years got me bath salt with coal. Bath salt. Nothing else. Not only it smelled horrible and really irritated my skin, it also dyed the bathtub permanently gray. I got her a new watch, books, and a game. I stayed polite, but I couldn't ignore that gift. I asked her later what she was thinking. But you like to bath. What? I shower. Except when I was in the freaking cold for hours and had the feeling that I may have lost a leg. I'll give you soap for your birthday since I know for a fact that you like to wash your hands. Her crying. This was the most horrible Christmas ever, but we carried on for nearly a year afterwards. She left me recently, and so I look forward to a great Christmas. And that's going to do it for Lou Reed's The Reading of What the Hell is This Shit? Terrible Christmas Gifts from the Something Awful Forms. And now I'll share with you a story from a terrible Christmas gift that I received. Now, um, when I was, I forget when this was, but it was a long time ago, and my grandmother was still alive, and I had a Commodore 64 because I'm old. And uh, I was always hankering for more and more games and a gigantic list of games that I would accept for Christmas. My mom knew it and all that stuff. And my grandmother decided that she didn't want to support the video game habit, but that she would buy me a video game anyway. And when I unwrapped my present from the Christmas tree, um, it was hard for me to hide my disdain for the copy of Curse of the Math Dragon, which was an educational vi video game. Now, I was uh, probably 12 or 13 at the time, um, so you can might imagine that Curse of the Math Dragon was not a game that I would find interesting. And then, on, oh, was it, maybe it was even Curse of, the, Curse of the Algebra Dragon. Not to mention the fact that my math skills are terrible, so uh, I barely made it past like the first level of, of the Dragon's Algebra Dungeon. And um, that floppy disk went back into the box and I think probably got thrown out. So that's too bad. And then there was also, well, I asked for this game, but it was too hard. Um, I think it was Infocom's Suspended. Surely you're all familiar with the makers of the Zork franchise of text-based games. I couldn't get out of the first room of Suspended. I guess I wasn't all that bright back then. Now, oh, a text-based game is Child's Play turn on verbosity mode. Let's see how this thing is built. That brings me to memory of the time I played Zork 2 and someone gave me a cheat and I made it all the way to the end and then couldn't the last command to win the game of Zork 2 was not included in the cheat sheet so it was just me and a wizard and a girl and I remember if you tried to type in that you would rape the girl um, that the wizard would kill you. So uh, sort of anticlimactic but um, certainly uh, the rape thing was uh, out of desperation. That's what I told the police anyway. 
Well, thanks for another great year of listening to Lou Reads. I appreciate you guys making it through the last episode. If you listened all the way through, I know several people did not make it all the way through the last episode of Lou Reads, and I don't blame you. But I know some people did. Some people were brave and managed to uh, grin and bear it, which I'm sure describes how the people from the last podcast handle their business, too. I hope everyone's got all their Christmas shopping done. This is a year I've, I've actually finished early. I'm ahead of the game. So now I can just sit back and uh, drink some coquito, which is uh, Puerto Rican eggnog, which actually does not contain any eggs, but is delicious. Drink some coquito, put on the Yule Log video in my Brooklyn apartment, and um, scream a curse to the empty heavens. Yeah, so thanks as always to everyone who listens to the podcast, and thanks to everyone who makes legitimate comments. Uh, while I was recording this podcast, I actually got three uh, comment spam comments, which is uh, disheartening. Because they're so retarded, I don't know why they bother, but I know personally when I'm looking at other blogs and I see a comment with a link in it that's like a generic comment, I'll always click to see what this website's about, especially if it's about finances or real estate or casinos. Oh, and I wanted to address, I mentioned this, I got a comment from the last podcast from a listener who um, told me that he... uh, was posting all of the previous episodes to the one that uh, to this one, so bareback all the way to the beginning of the podcast in a torrent that he was posting on Demonoid. Um, and I guess you know, in theory, he, his his rationalization for it was that I don't make any money off the podcast, so he didn't feel bad about it. And I, you know, I guess that makes sense. I don't know why he felt it was important to tell me that he was doing that, but uh, yeah, I hope that uh, anyone who's listening. In the uh, demonoid podcast lump uh, torrent, can uh, will be kind enough to uh, actually subscribe to the podcast to hear future episodes. You can actually see the link to the t- to the torrent in the bareback episode. I I approved the comment because it wasn't spam; it was just sort of a weird compliment, I guess. So, welcome torrent listeners. Anyway, thanks again for listening to Lou Reads this year and spreading the Lou Reads love of the internet for you. I hope everyone has a happy holiday if your holiday has already passed. Happy Hanukkah if your holiday is to come. Merry Christmas and Merry Kwanzaa. If you're an atheist, happy Humanism Day. If you believe in the flying spaghetti monster, may his noodly appendage grace your (laughs) piratey behaviors. I look forward to reading more nonsense for you in the new year and I have some good stuff lined up. And also, please Please, please, please send more suggestions to me for forums that either you are a member of and want me to read from or that you have found or know people who are listening to and think need exposure. You know I'm down to read it for you. So, and with that, I bid you happy holidays and good new year. Happy new year to you. Don't overdo it. I know Four Locos outlawed. I know some of you guys are uh, hoarding that Four Loco. Do the Four Loco. Four Loco was awesome. Don't get me wrong. But just moderation, my friends. Moderation. And that'll do it. So to end it up, my name is Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for you. We'll see you next year. Bye-bye.